Welcome to Outside the Box, Small Businesses Big Impact. This podcast was specifically made for small business owners by small business owners. And through in-depth interviews, we are exploring the founding stories behind local small businesses in the Cincinnati area, as well as the unconventional business and marketing strategies that they have used to shake things up a bit and find growth in the era of the big box stores. I'm your host, Olivia Radcliffe, and let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome. I am here with the amazing Paul and Allison Mashurda from The Shady Dame. So thank you so much, Paul and Allison, for joining me today. I am so excited for our conversation. Thank you so much for inviting us. Totally. Yeah. All right. So will you tell me a little bit more about The Shady Dame? What kind of business is it? Who do you serve? How do you serve them? (laughs) <laughs> so sorry we're like look at each other you start so Shady Dame is kind of um it's all the things that we love it's um if you go to our house people will hear this ad nauseum from me when they come in the store it, the strop looks like our house and we are Lebanon residents for 20 years now we've been local shoppers all that time we know the shop owners as customers Allison has had her second and third jobs and local businesses. So she's well acquainted with downtown. And so we had, A, wanted to, when our kids grew up, we wanted to retire and move to Yellow Springs. That was the original plan. But 20 years later, we fall in love with this little town and we didn't want to leave. And so we got the idea, well, why don't we bring what we love here? Because we want to be respectful to our shop friends and not step on anybody's toes and bring something like totally different. Hmm. So with Allison's energy and creativity and drive, she, um, we kind of slowly built up from we, you know, um, a, a half-filled store to a fully-filled store now, a year and a half later. And what we're reach or who we're trying to reach are folks who enjoy the, um, you know, as as our as our slogan says, a little bit of metaphysical, a little bit of hippie, a little bit of art, um, just something unique that you don't find locally here. Mm-hmm. At least we. Have Found that. And that was our goal, was to bring things that we love to people who might share our passion um, for those things and, and enjoyment and to bring a little levity, you know, um, a little place to, to relax and laugh over something silly, you know, funny, something funny that we got. Uh, that's what you got, my dear, to add to that. <laughs> yeah, just like the, um, the whole idea behind it is, uh, so I had to leave my school job in order to do this full time. And I was a special education aide. And um, I wanted a place that kids could come that just like I used to have a, um, a club at school and it was for people who weren't into sports necessarily or anything like that. They're more into like fandoms and um, comic cons and stuff like that. So I wanted to make sure that we had plenty of that in here for them. Um, plenty of humor for the adults because the world is a little too serious right now. Crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And to have a lot of mental health things so that people know that they don't struggle alone. And then I also wanted to have like international goods because I just think the colors from other countries and things that we know that we'll never travel to and never see in real life. We, I want to bring them here so that people can experience them. And we also, we have a price point that we always try to stay at, which, um, you know, I want kids that do want to come in here and fill up a bag and walk out and they've only spent 30 bucks, but they've got a ton of stuff. And so it's really more of like, it was like a concept, like this idea 
of an environment that has kind of a little bit of everything, but like, so you know what to expect when you walk in, but each time is going to be like a little bit different. So hopefully <laughs> that made sense. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, I love everything you're saying about how it seems to incorporate all of your values, what you appreciated growing up, wanting to hold that space for the community, for the other small business owners around there. You mentioned not wanting to step on people's toes and just really growing in that in that small business entrepreneurial space with everyone else. Um, I'm curious. So when did you officially start your business? It was the horse-drawn carriage parade of 2021. We had, I had been working. Um, Which, and for those who don't know, horse-drawn carriage parade is the first Saturday in December. So. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. And then like the, the quick backstory with that is I, um, uh, Celeste owned Thimble Gardens and I worked for her here and she and I are very good friends and she was moving to a larger space and she hustled and got out fast enough for it. I think she moved her entire store out in six oh, days she... so that we could set up and have that be our first night so that we can try to, you know, make a go of it and be as successful as possible. So, um, and that'll be a kind of a theme you'll hear the folks who have been so good to us in this journey so far, starting with Celeste. I mean, she worked so hard because she knew the horse shine coverage was a good night for stores. Uh, yeah. She worked so hard to make sure that we'd have that as our opening night. And, uh, I can't emphasize enough of that, how hard they worked yes. um, to pull that off for us. So that was pretty cool. And, and that's awesome. That's awesome. Starting the store kind of right after the pandemic or kind of still in the midst of everything. Right. Did, did you see any hurdles with that as people started kind of coming back into the world and shopping more? So I, I worked with her during all of that and she um, she made it work for her store. Um, she was primarily plants and she did a lot of lies and things like that to get through that. Um, when we opened, we were kind of lucky. We took over, a, we finished her lease. So we weren't signing this super long contract. We were signing a shorter one. Kind of a way to dip our toes in the pool. To I see how it would go. Because it was a concept we weren't really sure if it was going to take hold of. And we made it through that. We made it through that December. We were both kind of like, um, wow. this, this, is, this might work, you know, it might work. You know, we ran it through that January and February and we're like, yep, we're just going to give it a full go. So that's when I left the school to do this full time. I don't know necessarily if it has to do with the pandemic, but shopping in Lebanon is a little bit different than like people won't go shop in the snow or the rain in Lebanon, but they'll go to the outlet mall and shop in the rain and snow. <laughs> So I, I, when we haven't figured out like why, but I mean, it's nothing bad. It's just like the, the shopping trends are very weather, very weather dependent. Yeah. We, we, at least that's what we have seen. But otherwise I think. And, and as far as catering, you know, we've, from when we started, there's nothing like this in town and I'm not doing that. Like, aren't we amazing? It was just, there isn't anything like this close. And there's been a lot of, we've been just overwhelmed that the people expressing yeah. gratitude that something like this is close and like, mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, I didn't think of anything with this was, was here. And so it's, it's people that share our, our love of things we sell and meeting lots of them. And it's mm -hmm. just been awesome. That, that's been the biggest rush for me. And really when we started or close to around the time we started is also when gas had gone back up to over $4 a gallon. 
And that was, you know, he and I started talking about it and we're like, just a trip to Yellow Springs not only takes 45 minutes there, 45 minutes back, you have to spend all the gas to get there. Mm-hmm. And then you want to go and shop and not everybody can afford that, that much money in one day yeah, just, just to do your shopping for, you know, fun, this and that. And then, so we were like, this would be a great little outlet, you know, for people who can't um, do a whole day trip. Yeah. So. That also, I think, was in our favor as far as be, for, the, for the more local people. Yeah, absolutely. And I will share the, again. This Allison is the brains. Make no mistake. <laughs> um, she was very passionate on a lot of things. She's passionate about having a place where her kids felt welcome and safe. She was passionate about um, supporting causes. So you know, women-owned businesses, minority-owned businesses. Mm-hmm. That's who she's looking to purchase from. She wants to give back. That's her way of giving back. And then the last thing she's, she was passionate about, which is on the shopping experience. She wanted a very dynamic place. Like sure. We have our staples of incense and, and gemstones and tarot cards, but she wanted the rest to be kind of this moving target. So that, so that the locals will come in, we'll see something different. You know, it won't be the same mm-hmm. things all the time. And so, you know, buying in small quantities, seeing how things do. So it's a lot of experimentation, you know, and, we always chuckle because we'll see something. Oh, this is so cool. And it'll sit there for months, you know? Um, and then other times we'll be like, I don't know about this one. And it goes right away. So it, to me, that's the other fun of this. You just never know. And it's fascinating what people enjoy and um, how, how those trends, like some may, some may sit there on a shelf that we love for months and all of a sudden we'll sell them all in a week for some reason, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, that's, that's, that's the, again, the fun of it all, trying to figure that out. And, um, and the biggest thing we've come up with is trying to be unique you know, trying to kind of rotate and make, you know, have different, offer different things. Yeah. I like that. I, and I like what you said right there about trying to be unique. Um, That's something I can get on a soapbox and talk about all day is how being unique and authentic, being your true self is going to be your number one business and marketing strategy out there, period. It doesn't matter if you have the most well-crafted Facebook ad in the world, if you're not being true to yourself and it's something you believe in you're not going to find the success you actually want in life. So I love that that's an element that you are are really featuring in your business. And I can say as someone who has come to your shop and checked it out, I mean, it's it was amazing. It actually blew my mind just walking in the first time I saw it with all the different categories you did have, all the different things. And like you said, all the different colors, all these things from abroad, a lot of things with a lot of humor, which I very much appreciate. And I shared with you guys before that my three-year-old, my son has, has been talking nonstop about a dragon's head incense burner that he saw while I was there. It was the dragon was breathing smoke and he just thought that was the coolest thing in the world. (laughs) And has been talking about how that dragon must've eaten some spicy tacos. (laughs) And he puts his own story to it. Isn't that cool? Exactly. Love it. But that's even even something with my son who came and, and just loved it right away, just loved it. I can see how the community, how people could come in and feel very welcome and very um, tap into that feeling of you guys being yourselves and they can feel free to be themselves there also. Is, is that something you see with a lot of your customers coming in? Absolutely. And it's, you know, we welcome everybody and you know, we're shoppers ourselves. And mm-hmm. we're new to this side and we don't forget that we're shoppers. So we make it a point to greet everybody. Um, 
I'm trying to gay, I'm a talker, <laughs> you know, uh, but I don't want to get on people's nerves because I know some people don't want that. So I try to gauge if someone's to have a little conversation or not. I've heard the coolest stories from the coolest people. That's, oh my God, that, that's been the best part. For me. And it's always definitely like, that's a total yin and yang experience depending on who's working. So if he's working. <laughs> It's going to be Natalie Merchant or Bob Marley, and he's going to be like, ah, you know, with all this energy. And then if it's me, then we're going to have like just soundscapes or Enya Station. And then I just welcome people and then I let them shop and I'm nice and quiet. And so it's it's a totally different shopping experience. But I think we complement each other well. Yeah. I do like more together because some people I do, and I know that I'm trying to work on that because. And where Allison is much more compassionate than I, and and she's much more deeper than I. So mm-hmm. she can see folks are kind of struggling where I may just miss that and my joy of life. And and it's overwhelming to those people. So when we're together, I think it's a, it's a cool yin and yang. But just like maybe two weeks ago, this woman came in. She hadn't been in in a while. And she goes, but this is my lunch hour. I work from home. And I just really needed to come in and and like get this energy, you know, like have some good juju for the day. And so- how cool is that, that you just ventured out literally on your lunch hour just to come here and hang out for a second, look around, talk, and then And we love that. We love that. Oh my God. It's it's not about just sales. I'd be lying. Of course, sales are important, of course, but that's not what we're all about. It's Oh, you made so many friends. Yes. And it's like awkward because I always have to tell them like, you know, you don't have to buy anything. I know. You just have to come (laughs) in and hang out. Don't feel obligated. Yes, totally. But we've met like the coolest people that we end up hanging out with outside of the shop. Yes, totally. Yes, I and, will. and and our I will say, you know, being a shopper here and being a customer to, to our shop neighbors, the the open arms that they've welcomed us with as you know, I know them as kind people. So I, I'm not gonna say I'm very surprised, but at the same time it's overwhelming, if that makes sense. It's mm-hmm. it's just it's such a good business community here. Um we all look out for one another and help one another. Um that first few months, we didn't know what the heck we were doing. Uh-huh. Our immediate neighbor, Sonia, oh my God, she was like an angel. She, as we were figuring stuff out and she was always there to help, you know, lend a hand if she, you know, her husband would come over and help me with stuff. If uh, You know, it was just, it's such a good business community here. And I just feel so lucky to be a part of that now. That's really cool. I love it. You can definitely hear the passion in your guys' voices as you're talking <laughs> about your business and your community and, and all your customers. I think it's perfect. Um, I'm curious though, what sort of hurdles have you guys found in, in, in your time here being open? Um, quite honestly, yes, there's, um, we're not for everybody, although I attest that I have something here for everyone. You just have to be willing to look and give it a shot. Um, there's a lot of people that, that don't want to give it a shot and that's okay. We understand. Oh. So that would probably be our biggest hurdle. And we knew that going in and we're okay with that. If yeah. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, there are folks that this isn't their vibe, but mm-hmm. honestly, I would say 90 plus percent of them are very polite. And they that's, are, that's yes. all you can ask because I totally, I go into stores that it's not my vibe and that's okay. Um, so that part's been all right as far as, you know, because we are so different in this little town. And then some folks who are don't like what we have that's kind of off-putting for them, like, oh my gosh, what is this place? You know. But and and we've evolved through the time. So when we first opened, I had really this is kind of funny. So uh, when we first opened, I had the whole back section. Oh, I love this. <laughs> was our cuss word section. And I was still at the time, I was still working at the school. And um, 
some of the kids would come in and it, it was it said adult humor is what it said adult humor that's how we because we didn't want we didn't want to upset anybody and so the kids mm-hmm. at school thought i was we were selling porn back here and so <laughs> we quickly changed that sign and we changed the whole thing the whole layout was we put it in our colorful cabinet of colorful language so we put anything f-bomb related we put it away that was really important for paul to keep um all the cuss words away and things like that i mean we have gnomes that are given the bird and things like that so <laughs> we tried to keep those closed and away from little eyes and little hands and and for um, parents you know being parents ourselves why well, we were respectful you know you mm-hmm. come in you don't want to be blasted with that without warning so we try to keep behind a closed door and if you want to look at it and because it's your sense of humor awesome but then be respectful of the people that that they're not into that mm-hmm. and that- that was another hurdle of some, you know, sometimes because he just had a pe- people yesterday of, um, do you like cuss words? No. I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, then don't go over. <laughs> don't open that. Gym. Stay away. Because <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Not everybody has that sense of humor. And then there's folks who tell us it's the best part of the story. And, mm-hmm. and so it's, again, everybody's different. And so we try to make sure that, you know, that we respect those differences and embrace them, you know, on both sides. You know, if you don't like it, it doesn't mean you're, you're banned from the shop or where, you know, you don't want you here. Quite the contrary. That's totally cool. Hopefully there's something else you like. You know? and, and we've had experiences where people um, came in when like maybe our first week or so. And then they came back like nine months later and they would say, oh, my gosh, you've got like the way that I didn't like you when you were first. In. Like they didn't mm-hmm. like our limited selection of what we had and like the direction we were going and because we've evolved and they say it's amazing. You remember that? Oh, I do. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, maybe if people have given us a shot once and didn't like it, maybe they'll give us a shot again and they'll find something that they do want, or, you know, I'll put something in the window that might crack somebody up that it didn't before or something. You never know. It's Paul says all the time. It's just like fishing and yeah, it's a- you never know what's going to happen, but, but really, um, you know, we've been pretty lucky with the whole, um, with any obstacles. Uh, th- that, that would be like the only one. And um, and we totally get it and we're cool with it. We just accept it and go on and, and we're here for everybody that, that's for it, you know, so it works yeah. out. Absolutely. Well, I think, I think it is important to understand that when you're in business and especially in, in your marketing message, your sales message, all of that, you're not necessarily, you don't have to speak to everybody because when you speak to everyone all at once, you end up speaking to a lot of nobody. Yes. And it's yes. okay to be yourself and to have your message and speak to those people respectfully speaking to everybody else if they want. Um, and then kind of letting your niche self-select from there and whether, whether they're your people or it resonates with them. Maybe it's not something in that moment that is for them. Maybe they come back later, like you were saying, um, coming back and exploring later on. And I think that's one of the biggest lessons that that I learned as a business owner is that it's okay to not be for everybody. You know, I would yep. sit down to, to write some some Facebook posts or something like that. And I would, it would take me forever to write a single post, a single email, because I was oh so concerned about offending people and not I- excluding anyone and making sure it was all okay. And then my emails, everything just sounded like a lot of nothing. It didn't sound like me. No one quite knew what I did. And the second I actually sat down and started talking like myself and to the people I actually wanted to talk to, um, things things really started to turn around. And that doesn't mean you're excluding people. You can be inclusive, but you're still talking to your main niche. So, right. yeah, perfect. 
So I kind of opened the marketing gates there a little bit. Can we talk a little bit about your marketing strategies and, and what you guys do, what you focus on, what you don't focus on? <laughs> um, they're very minimal so far still. Um, so last year, so my son-in-law, Kevin, he is like the IT guy. And so I would just snap pick, send him over to him and he would take care of that kind of stuff for me. And I felt really bad. Like when we got to the beginning of the year, I said, you know what, I'm going to take that over. You should not have that responsibility anymore. Um, like I've got this, you know? And ever since I said that, it was like the worst decision I made. <laughs> I, I, I was, I told myself like, I'm going to post once a week at least. And I haven't. Um, and we on the block, I mean, um, this is like changing gears, but we also have no outdoor signage. We only have signage on our windows mm -hmm. and we don't have mm -hmm. um, an awning. We have two single awnings, almost like cafe awnings. And mm -hmm. um, instead of one large one, like everyone else. So actually we stick out like sore thumbs in not the right way. Um, we're kind of like missed a lot. People like we, we're on month 20 and people still don't know that we're here. Like, like locals um, be like, I didn't know you. Yeah, totally. Because when we started, we were not sure how this was going to go. I specifically did not put out like Facebook ads, mm -hmm. anything like that. I told my husband, I'm like, we're going to do this word of mouth and just see how it goes. Mm -hmm. um, and luckily it, it did go word of mouth, but for all the right reasons of how he wanted it to, you know. Um, and we're very, very lucky that we're on the golden block because that's it people we, that's what we call this first block. you know we're situated oh, yeah, yeah. Two, two ice cream places so how much better can you get you know if people walk by you at night even when you're not open but mm -hmm. they can see in and what you've got and and that kind of stuff um but you know we always participate in girls night out i was gonna say that as far as yeah with all the community events you know for, for any event we try to stay open for the third fridays mm -hmm. um open late um if there is um like chocolate event or chocolate walk. Oh, nights. chocolate. And so we love to get like get dressed up and really, right. really make it a fun. So if you haven't seen those pictures on our Facebook page, <laughs> so our first chocolate walk event, we were the two Willy Wonkas. I was um the OG and he was um Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. We were Johnny Depp. I yeah. love it. I need to find those pictures. <laughs> yes. And then last this year we were um, Hogwarts. Uh, yeah. Snape and Bellatrix. So the first year we handed out um Wonka bars with golden tickets inside. And then this year we um, handed out chocolate frogs in Harry Potter chocolate frog boxes. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I go to like these great lengths to do these marketing things. And the silliest one, uh, we did a girls night out bag. We put in uh, these gemstone spoons because it was oh. supposed to be like Mother's Day themed. And mm -hmm. I didn't know from our shop, well, what the heck could I put in that was Mother's Day? Hold that in. For those who don't know, on girls night out, the biz businesses are allowed to donate to the to the bags that they sell, like little mm -hmm. items from the store. You donate it. And so every person gets a little something from your store with a little card know where it came from. So that's what she's referring to there. And so I thought some people that might not want it for their tea or anything like that. I thought, well, just stick it in the pot like of a plant because it's Mother's yeah. Day. And, you know, it looked cute, this like little crystal, you know. And mm -hmm. I made up a poem and put it in there because I like to have things that rhyme. And um <laughs> people still like probably a week and a half ago they were still talking somebody mentioned that to me of oh my gosh I remember when you put this in the bags that was like the best thing ever so it's being we try to just be like super clever about the things that we do and like we come up with these drinks for girls night out because yeah. you're allowed to hand out alcohol and and Paul always gives them names but we go <laughs> like above and beyond like our first girls night out that in 2022 
the hot cocoa. And then we, yeah, so we dyed the um, whipped cream, whipped cream green, green for St. Patty's Day. Because <laughs> it was a lady luck theme. Yes. So we went kind of Irish. And um, we called it the blind dame. Was yes. the name of the drink. <laughs> <laughs> so we come up with names. We come up with, you know, we, we, we try to, yeah, we try to embrace the events because we're two nerdy kids at heart. So if it's a reason to dress up, if it's a reason to have fun, we grab it because I love when people do that and I go shopping. So my thought is people would love that if we do it, you know, and, and we're having fun. So to your point, we're being ourselves, we're being true to ourselves and having joy and hopefully that that's contagious, you know? Yeah. And, and like going back to the, the marketing thing of, uh, you know, I, I do, um, we donate to, oh, Risa, Risa, um, uh, what's that Risa across America? Uh, we did do, we donated to Risa across America. That doesn't really get us any recognition <laughs> but no we do it first yeah it's but thing. yeah uh, as far as marketing like I said I've maybe only boosted like one or two Facebook posts I don't have a ton of I think we just hit the 500 follower mark on Facebook and then Instagram I'm not quite sure we don't have the following that I want us to have but um I also haven't taken a huge chunk to work on that yet so yeah um, part of the story really is that um, I've still been doing this. So Paul helps me on the weekends, but he still has his full-time job. Mm -hmm. So I've been doing the stuff as much as possible on my own. And, um, and that's why things are starting to slip. But like, when I say things on our own, and this might be like another question that you were going to ask us anyway, of, um, tips and tricks or like mm -hmm. money saving things. I print out all of our labels. We cut out all of our labels. I don't order from a label company, like for the longest time in order to keep us going before we, we got anything like any of the fluff, you know, um, I made our business cards. I, yeah. um, and she makes the stickers for our bags. So she makes the stickers and I put them on the bags because thought we can do that. You know, yeah. I, I've reverted to, um, I was ordering like t-shirts and stuff. And now we're doing like I'll design them or my son-in-law designs them for me and we're pressing our own shirts. Anything that I can do that is... Well, we did the labor. Yeah, is cost-saving. Um, we're doing that. And in doing more work, though, then you kind of drop the ball on other things, which I, which is where the marketing comes in. Um, so he's getting ready to retire. And I'm thinking that when, when that finally <laughs> happens, then, then we'll start actually ramping up. And it'll be exciting to see where that goes says I remember talking um with Kevin my IT guy a couple months ago about like let's plan our five-year forecast and he's just looking at me I'm like yeah forget it because <laughs> I'm just not ready for that step yet it's still the reinvest 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 like that's all we do I'll tell you another marketing thing for it's worth and it's just maybe simple it's the music oh yeah and so when I, I do weekends so when I wake up, I'll, I, I love music and I'll be singing a song that's not unusual in my head when I wake up. And that's who I'll pick that day. Mm -hmm. Like all their, whether it's Natalie Merchant or, you know, Rush or whoever. And it fascinates me how that connects with people. And I'll tell you my favorite story. If you don't, do you, do you mind a little story? Oh, no, please. I'm sorry, I'm a story. I, I talk, I love stories. So I'm, it's just shops empty and a woman comes in the store and she stops in her tracks and kind of looks all wide-eyed. And I had Natalie Merchant playing. I didn't equate that yet. And so, but she looks, and I, I thought this is someone, this isn't their thing. Mm -hmm. so, oh, hey. And then she starts, she's turned around to leave. Like, and I always, I always say goodbye to everybody. That's my thing too. I say, Hey, thanks for checking us out. I really appreciate it. And 
And she, she turns to me very seriously, goes, I'm coming back. And she leaves. So, and if you've seen our store, I can see the sidewalk and I see her pulling her husband by the hand and I can see what I assume is, I don't wanna go in there, no, come mm -hmm. in here. So the long story short, and all my drama aside, they are two huge 10,000 Maniac fans. Mm. And they were just floored I had Natalie Merchant playing. And we literally spent the next 20 minutes talking Natalie Merchant, 10,000 Maniacs. And they explored the store, had a great time. And it was just, just by simple, and I'm no, I'm no savant. That was just dumb luck. But I just happened to pick music that they really connected to. Mm -hmm. And I've had so many conversations of the music I picked. Paul McCartney's birthday was back on June 18th. And I had Paul McCartney playing. And um, a guy came in who met Paul McCartney and he's telling me the story of meeting and I'm getting goosebumps because this guy was just, he had the story to tell and he had the chance to tell it. And he couldn't wait to tell me how he met Paul McCartney and what Paul McCartney said to him. And I couldn't wait to hear it. So I was like, so I don't know if that's really marketing, but it, it brings yeah. people in and it, it helps people feel um, like, like their stories have value. You know what I mean? That there's, mm -hmm. that's a value for them to share something. You know, you ain't gonna go up to anybody on the street. Let me tell you about Paul McCartney, right? Um, but here, this guy had that chance to do that, and he he loved it, and I loved it. So it's kind of win-win. And the other another thing to mention for those listening who haven't been to our store, of course, <laughs> instead of having a radio, because we didn't have an extra oh. radio at home, <laughs> and I we don't know how to do anything Bluetooth or anything. Nope. <laughs> we had an extra TV, and so I'm like, well, I can operate a fire stick. So we got a fire stick and have the TV here, right. and that's what we listen to our music on. So that way, you got the videos playing or concert I footage. Love it. Yeah, so you're seeing yeah. the seeing the people. And um, sometimes people just come and just stop, oh, and they're oh, they'll, Jimmy, they'll finish like a video or whatever. And Jimmy yeah. Buffett. So I had, yeah. I had Jimmy Buffett this past Sunday. I was in a Jimmy Buffett mood. And this couple came in and the guy totally wasn't into the store, but he loved Jimmy Buffett. And so his wife's like, let's go. He's like, no, no, I want to hear this song. I'm like, dude, that's totally cool. But you know? we can do that, um, <laughs> especially like a girl's night out. It's like so loud. Maybe we won't want to play necessarily music with words, but we'll pick those, the ambiance yeah. off of YouTube or like we'll do that with. Um, I know for many, many Wednesdays in a row, I played Wednesday from on that from Netflix. Mm -hmm. I could, get through the, <laughs> I could get through the whole season in a day of Wednesday. And then I wear my Wednesday shirt because I had some like stickers and t-shirts and mm -hmm. stuff. And um, every Wednesday we'd watch Wednesday. And I've kind of like um, eked out of that a little bit because I, I can recite that whole thing now. Even if I'm in the back, I know what's happening on the <laughs> screen, but it's fun and it's different. And no one else around here has that, you know, I mean, right. And you never know like what, like the one day I was waiting to see like the end of, I'm really into true crime. I even have a sticker that says true crime all the time. <laughs> so I was like watching the end of a trial and people would walk and I'd go, I'm sorry that I watched the trial. I got to know what happens, you know? <laughs> and they're like, no, actually that is, you know, totally fine. It kind of, we get it. Nice, nice icebreaker so, for conversation. Yeah, sure. Because he's much more the outgoing one and I'm the much more reserved one as far as like meeting people. Now, once I know you, I can talk to you for a long time. <laughs> but, and I'm the one that takes all of the the sad stories and the heartbreak and I hold on to it. And then I remember that person yes. a, a long time later of, because I need to follow up on the story because I have to know what happens. Like I have mm -hmm. to know, is that person okay or whatever but and and that's the other thing we try to do and it's hard and to the people that i forget I, i'd really try hard to remember people mm -hmm. because when people do that to me that just feels so good right that right. oh my god this remember me 
and I'm not perfect at it. That's for sure. And, um, but I'll try to use like stories they've shared or, you know, just kind of try to lock it in my brain. Um, but when I'm successful at it and I try really hard to do that, it's, and it isn't like I want, and it isn't really just necessarily to buy stuff. It's, it's just a neat feeling like, cause I know how I feel when people remember me and I just want to give that back. If that makes yeah. sense. So really us awesome customer experience. It sounds like, and it, it sounds like it's, it's you two really pulling from, from your own experiences, what you like as people, as consumers and, okay. and just being, being there for, for your clients. And that's, that's pretty amazing. Also from the marketing perspective. Um, I'm not fibbing when I say I have such joy being here, like, Yeah, I, I love it. I never get tired. My, my brother, who's a traveler, and he just likes, are you, are you going to do, he's shocked that I enjoy it. I just, every day, I just yeah. have a block. And I just feel so lucky, so lucky that I have the chance to do it. And yeah, I don't want to, I'm going to waste a second, you know, that's pretty cool. That's well, it definitely, that passion you have definitely shows in everything you're doing. And by the way, on the marketing side of, you know, letting things slip or not doing enough, it sounds like you guys are doing a lot already with, you know, the in-person networking, everything you're doing, the stickers on the bags, doing your own stuff like that in itself is pretty awesome. Um, and just remember, you can do anything. You just can't do everything all at once. Okay. So it's okay to kind of take it in phases. And I have to tell myself that this is like the 1.0 version. This is my minimally viable product that I'm going to get out there. And then I will do the 2.0 version later on. And I'll just add to it as my time, mental bandwidth, money to hire someone as that comes, then I'll expand from there. But it sounds like you're doing an amazing job and clearly your customer base is seeing it. So keep oh, up the you. good work. So, <laughs> all right. Any last minute tips you'd like to give to maybe some other business owners or someone looking to get started? Yeah. The other important thing for me to say while we are on here is this was never, um, I never saw this quote unquote in the cards, not, not literally, but you know, like mm -hmm. this was Paul always wanted to own a shop <laughs> and, um, it's not that I didn't, it's just that I never thought that's what was, was out there for me. And, and um, just a little backstory. We, Allison loves to make things. I do. And she loves to fix old things. That's why she married me. She <laughs> fixed, <laughs> um, but she used to do shows. And so I'd help her set up, you know, the trade shows and mm -hmm. stuff. And so, yeah, I used to go, wouldn't it be cool if we had our own place and you can sell your stuff? And so that's kind of a little backstory there, but I'm sorry, continue. But the, the two things that people are thinking about it or whatever, because really like a lot of realizations have hit me like recently all at once of, you know, I used to work for um, two ladies, Joe and Heather at a, a furniture store when Shabby Chic was a thing you know mm -hmm. like still like the the chalk, up, chalk painting furniture. they taught me so much about not only painting but um fixing furniture and doing this and that and there's literally nothing that i look at that i can't i don't visually see myself changing taking apart putting back together and making it my own so um and then i learned a lot of business things from Paula. I used to work at a hair salon across the street, actually. <laughs> and um, I was the salon, like the office manager there. Um, and I learned uh, tons of business, not etiquette. It would be like business. Savvy. Savvy from Paula. Yeah. 
And Paula, um, Paula's so cool. Forgot my close people I ever met. <laughs> and so I took all these things and, and anything that I learned from Celeste, all these people that I had worked for before in this small business environment and just stirred it all together to make this work and, and do what we needed to do to get it off the ground at, for the least amount of money as possible going in. Cause like, you know, at the very beginning, we only thought this might only be a three month thing, you know, it may not work. So we gave it a shot. We said, we, we set a budget mm -hmm. and um, it was a pretty small budget probably <laughs> compared to other people. So you might say, you know, if anybody's out there thinking about it and they're like, Oh, I have X amount of money and that's not very much. You'd be surprised. And all you need is the right location location great friends because <laughs> great supporting e even now like our kids are so amazing at liking oh. every single post and mm -hmm. our my my bestest of friends you know they like every single post and i'm thinking even now after almost two years you take the time to like every single post of mine you know to to help that algorithm and then our wonderful customers that have oh. been with us since day one we've had we have such um, a loyal following that we're mm -hmm. so great and they so such good people oh my gosh so i would say like anything that you could possibly take from your past to help you streamline your focus into what you're doing try to have a, a vision like i said there's nothing i can look at and not see it look a different way in my brain that's just <laughs> how i think um and, and, and i don't have that ability that's she's got that <laughs> she has that ability I do not. <laughs> and, um, you know, try to do everything that you can for the least amount of, like, as frugal as possible mm -hmm. until you can afford to have the fluff, you know, and then, yeah. but I kind of look at it as, you know, it, we started and, you know, we were both working on our full-time jobs for those first three months. We were both still full-time and we only, the guy joked one day, he comes in and he goes, this is like a spreadsheet because I would have like. Monday to, to, to December, whatever, we're open from two to five, you know, <laughs> it's like, who's open for three hours, you know, mm -hmm. but everybody's uh, just been super fantastic about it. I think oh. that if you get people that like your concept, that they're going to be supportive and like, we run out of things all the time because it's still, we're still building after all this time, we're still building. And and we just have to say, oh, that's going to be maybe four to six weeks before I can reorder that. And most of the time they understand. I know I'm straying off the topic, but of uh, just any um, suggestions is just like, you know, go at it and know that you're going to have to put anywhere from eight to 16 hours a day into it every day for the next at least 20 months. <laughs> and I'll let you know in two more months, like if it's 22 months. <laughs> um, you know, it's an all the time thing. Things are going to drop and, and that's all right. Like, you know, you'll, you'll get there eventually. And I will, I will share, this is very cliche and very, but I swear to God, it's so true. It's if you love what you're doing, it's not work anymore. And yeah. that's how I feel with this. And then you're, you're like, whatever you read that in a card or, but it's, we do put a lot of hours and that's not a poor us. It's, no, not at all. No. Cause, but, but I love it. I love, I, I love so, it's so fun. And, and then the other thing I will say, and this is from a guy who had an hour commute for his other job mm -hmm. um, for many, many, many years. You know, I live a couple blocks away mm -hmm. and me being able to walk here or if we got it for something in the car, it's, it's a half a mile drive. You know, if we're bringing stuff in, that's huge to your quality of life, my opinion. 
And, yeah. and again, after spending two hours plus every day driving to have the, those two hours back because I got a 10 minute walk or a two minute drive now, and then you don't mind going in to work on, you know, because like if I had to drive a half hour plus to, I probably wouldn't want to put as many hours in here as I do because the thought of, oh, I got a good drive there. At least that's, that's just me personally. But knowing that I can get here in a flash, that makes those extra hours even more enjoyable. Um, so I would also recommend that, that you know, pick, pick, pick a place close to home. Or if you find a cool place, move close to it <laughs> and, and be part of the community. Because the other part I love is, you know, a 20-year resident who's loved my local business. I love giving people tips. I just, that's so much, that's fun to me of. Oh, I'm looking for. Oh boy. Don't ask them where to eat. Yeah. <laughs> 10 minutes. Oh my gosh. But, but, you know, promoting my friends, that's a blast to me because we have visitors who don't know. And when I visit places, I love hearing advice because I don't know. Right. Yeah. And so for a person who's lived here 20 years and, oh, you want cool books. My God, go to Angela's man. She's got loads of books. Or, oh, you want jelly. Oh my God. Two doors down is, is the best jelly you'll ever taste. Mm -hmm. um, and being able to share that, like, you know, on the fly. That's because we're engaged in the community, though, and, and you know we've been so that helps, um, and I think people appreciate that. So I love it. Well, thank you guys. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Allison. Thank you so much for joining me today. I could sit and, and listen to you guys talk forever because oh. <laughs> yeah. obviously we talk forever. So. <laughs> well, it, it's just very clear it, the amount of passion you have, the amount of love you have for your work, your community, what you're doing. It's it's amazing. And clearly one of the secrets behind your success. So thank you so much for sharing it with us. And thank you all everyone for listening in. If you want to support some fellow small business owners, please go ahead and give a like, share the show with someone else. And we will be back in the next episode. Hey, if you know a business that'd be a great fit for the show, I'd love to talk with them. Go ahead and send me an email at olivia at thebluebellgroup.com and I'll check them out.